<laughs> Just cleared our throats. I'm gonna start it with a new intro every time. All right. This how time are we gonna? Howdy. How are we gonna manage that? Do you, are you gonna remember nope. every intro? Nope. Okay. Cool. Cool. Welcome. Welcome back. I hope you're coming podcast. back. <laughs> or oh. if this is your first time, then welcome. You made it to our podcast, which is Teachers Talk. We're talking and we're talking about teaching most of the time. We're teachers. We talk. Sometimes we talk about other things. Um, we're going to talk about other things for a quick second. Oh. First thing, um, shout out to the ESS team at school. Oh. We know you're listening. Hey, ladies. Woo-woo. Love you all. Thanks for um, listening. That's yeah, cool. They gave us a super great compliment earlier in the week. They're like, your dress code episode had us talking, and it was so fun to like spark conversation off of what we're doing. Yeah. If you if you work with us and you listen, please tell us. We yes. love I've heard a few people now that are like, hey, listen to that episode. And I'm like, what? <laughs> people are listening. That's cool. Yeah. And speaking of our past episodes, we did an episode on why history. Sorry, it's playtime in the Brown household. So you hear my dogs. <laughs> um, but we did an episode on why history, talking about the knowledge gap and all that good stuff. Twofold, we had our professional development on Which it. Which was amazing. It was so great. And I was really sad when it was done. I know. I feel like I wish, I know it was like, it was 45, no, what was it? Almost an hour. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it was almost an hour. I wish it was a little bit longer, but it is what it is. But it was like such a great conversation and it covered chapters one through, I would say two. Two, because we didn't get to three. Yeah. But it was a nice conversation and one of the people at work was like, oh, I listened to your episode, so I already know all about it. <laughs> I was like, oh, what a good cheat for people yeah. that we covered chapter if you didn't one. read it. Yeah. But yeah, listen to that episode if you haven't, because there's so much more I want to bring to another conversation mm-hmm. on here. And you so were good. just telling me about a podcast where... Yes. The author, so Natalie Wexler, was interviewed on this podcast. And I'm going to shout When it out. we first started our podcast, I think we both said that that would be a highlight a goal. goal yes. Would be to have Natalie Wexler That's on. my dream. Yeah. My actual dream is to have a conversation with her. All right. We're putting it out into the universe. We are. But I had the next best thing because leaving our um, discussion yesterday on the knowledge gap, I was like, I need more. This can't be the end for me, which it's not. We're going to yeah. talk about it again as a faculty, but like I was just feeling inspired. And so I went into Spotify and I went to the search engine and I literally just typed the knowledge gap, <laughs> having really no idea what I was going to get into. And I found this podcast on, it's called The Science of Reading. And It's produced by Amplify, and those of you that are teachers know what Amplify is. It's like that reading indicator for Dibbles. Dibbles, yeah. You might know it. So awesome. But her first episode is with Natalie Wexler. First episode right off the bat. And they cover all the things like her background and what inspired her to get into this and what the knowledge gap is, all the things. And it's a really great listen so again, it's the science of reading, colon, the podcast. <laughs> nice. I'll have to listen. It's really good. So far, cool. I'm on episode two. So, yeah. so far, so good. <laughs> two hyper dogs that have been alone all day. Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having it. Um, anyway, so our episode today. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. 
Oh, oh, wait, oh one more thing. Oh. And then we'll get started. Cool. So if you don't like our banter, fast forward. But this is <laughs> hilarious. So we just finished ancient um, India, like officially, the study of and core knowledge. Mm-hmm. And one of the teachers came back in one more time to talk about um, the story of Ganesha, which is a goddess. And um, he, Ganesha is this. No, it's a god, not a goddess. It's a god. And he has a swastika symbol on him. No. But no, 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 no. This is, it's really cool because it's actually the Nazis like turned it sideways, Mm -hmm. did it the opposite direction and like basically did it a huge injustice from Mm -hmm. where it started. And as he's explaining that, because I had a child ask, why is there a swastika on Ganesha? And he was so good about explaining it. They knew what a swastika Uh was. Wow. Again, going back to how history yeah. is not irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, developmentally inappropriate, inappropriate for them. Um, but <laughs> one of my students straight up goes, okay, so the Nazis were just false advertising. <laughs> I was like, false advertising. <laughs> okay. Love that. Like, just a little spark, a little sprinkle of That's this pretty cool. child. Yeah. You were just so cool. So yeah. anyone that says... History and science are not developmentally friendly. Are cuckoo bananas. Yeah, we learned about evaporation today, and they already yes. they already knew what it was before I taught them. I was so dis- not disappointed, but I was like explaining. Essentially, we did an experiment where we left uh, water out in the sun for a couple days and one in the shade, and then um, they had to you know come to the conclusion that water evaporates, um, but one of my students raised her hand as I was like saying something and I thought she was going to ask a question. She was like, this is called evaporation. I was like, oh. <laughs> you're not supposed to know that. You yet. want that moment. I know you want it where you like give them the word and they're like, yes, evaporation. But it was still cool because that means that they know like it's okay for them to know it. But also they know the word evap- evaporation at seven. Let's take that in for a second. Oh, I was like, they are seven. What do you mean? Yeah, like at seven years old, they're able to understand the concept of evaporation. So come at me, people (laughs) that don't think you can teach history and science. Have a discussion with me. Taylor is very passionate about it. I am. Anywho, this is like what are we talking about today? (laughs) Today we're talking about conferences because. Our school, our school, our school does parent-teacher conferences once a year after quarter one, going mm-hmm. into quarter two. So we meet with parents. We talk about the kiddos. Kiddos are not involved. So we want to talk about that today, not only to like mentally prepare ourselves, mm-hmm. but also to help out anyone who also is doing conferences and wants just like a little support. Because yeah. if you're like me, parent communication terrifies you um so I remember last year with my first parent teacher conferences luckily they were on zoom which I feel like eased the eased me into it but um yeah parent communication is one thing that I'm like constantly terrified of because I don't want to say the wrong thing um so yeah it's kind of nice to walk through some like tips and tricks on like what to say what not to say what Mm -hmm. information to share what information not to share things like that yeah and this will be what my fourth round fourth round yeah of conferences yeah and they do get easier every year i'll give you that but i mean 
It helps that we have such kind parents. Yeah. Mostly. Yes, absolutely. It, <laughs> it does. helps that we have such awesome parents. So we wanted to start before, like, even before the conferences come, you have to prepare. Obviously. Uh, you have to collect data. You have to get your things in order. So let's talk about what we do. Mm-hmm. What is your system of data collection in your classroom? So, I mean, I took my... I guess kind of system from you, which you took from Mrs. Mogren. We all do the same thing because we're cool. Um, But in order to collect data, we, I mean, it depends on the student, but we try to at least get like a sample of like their writing, their math. Yes. Before you even go there. Oh, like system. What is the physical thing that you have in your classroom? That's what you're asking. Yes. Okay. So we have a filing cabinet. I hope you all have a filing cabinet in your classroom. If you're a teacher, I can't understand why you wouldn't. Yes. <laughs> but we have a filing cabinet. My top drawer is um, for all student files. So each student has a file folder. Mm-hmm. And in each file folder, I have, what is it, six manila folders. Yes. And that's one for science and history one for writing one for reading one for math one for spelling spelling and one for an just overview overview so just like anything um behavior whatever it might be um and then each student ha- we give each student a number so each year they have whatever number they are so number one so this way we don't have to like rename anything in that file folder mm-hmm. each year which is key yes it is reuse reduce reuse <laughs> recycle Oh gosh, yeah. Nice social so, studies queens. <laughs> um, so yeah, then we throughout the first quarter. I mean, throughout the entire year, but throughout the first quarter, then we collect what I was saying was like um, writing samples, things like that. So then, what do you also collect? I gave like writing samples, but like, what do you me? What do you put in there? Uh, so let's see. In reading, I print off Amplify data. Okay. So teachers, you're probably familiar with Dibble's data, and on Amplify, if you open the link um, under M class, I'm gonna walk you through it. Oh, we're walking through it. Look at that. Um, you open it up and you go to Home Connect or Home Connection. Hold on, it's loading. Three, two, one. Yeah. It's home, connect, yep. And then you can click on a letter that prints out and you can print it in English or Spanish. And I don't know if you can provide it in other languages elsewhere. That'd be cool. I know, but that's what it is for our school. And once you hit it, you can download the PDF and basically it prints off an entire report for each individual student telling how they're doing in each area. So nonsense word fluency, and decoding and Words. reading fluency yeah all that good stuff so that's what I do in reading which is like a huge chunk of it I feel like mm-hmm. and then like you said I do like I know it sounds bad but I collect like a lot of any failed work yeah because it, it's telling so mm-hmm. like I can or I collect phonogram quizzes that students didn't do well on because then I can go oh this is a good chunk for you to practice like these phonograms or um, same with spelling tests. I'm trying to think what else like math tests, history, math, pretty much yeah. anything. I hate to say it, but anytime they get a below like grade level yes. score on anything. So a failing score, make a copy and put it in there mm-hmm. because that's information. Right. And it it's kind of and then this sounds I don't know if this sounds bad or not. 
but it's like you're able to defend the grade that you've entered for them Mm -hmm. so like our school does portfolios and grades so we have to provide grades in all subjects a one through four scale this is k2 yeah three five doesn't different i don't know how they They do do grade letter grades i'm pretty sure yeah it's confusing but it's a nice way to show parents because parents do look they're like why did my child get a two and phonograms Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh this is why here's the test that didn't go well this is a great opportunity for you to practice these phonograms or maybe it's in math oh why did my student get a two in number sense oh here you go here's the proof Mm -hmm. so we do a ton of formal assessments at the beginning of the year and we literally (laughs) feel like we just finally got out of all of that and then we got new students <laughs> yeah we both got new students this week so yeah it's been because we we share crazy. a twin or we don't share a twin we share a set of twins <laughs> so I have one twin she has the other yeah. had and then unfortunately they went to a new school so then we each had a spot in our class for a new student mm-hmm. so my new student started on Tuesday yours started today wow yeah so we got new students and I feel bad because it's like their first few days we really have to just like assess them because like I need to know where they're reading so I can put Mm -hmm. them in the right reading group I need to know what their math skills are which mine goes to Kumon so he's already doing multiplication good for him yeah so but yeah like although assessments can be almost burdensome in a way they're so helpful Mm -hmm. in finding out where your student is yeah so that's, I mean, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, any um, behavior, behavior, something to talk about. Yeah. We, we talked do... about the think sheets mm-hmm. in a prior episode. So if yes. we ever have to do a think sheet, we make a copy and or take the copy, whatever right. it is, and put it in there. Because we base our classroom management off of love and logic, which, again, like you said, is in a prior episode. Check it out. It's a great, great classroom management I have left this year like feeling just a weight off my shoulders yeah like I'm not clipping anyone up or down Mm -hmm. no one's crying at the end of the day there's no class pets those little desk pets that people are doing right now super Um, cute yeah it's cute but like Mm. we don't even have a marble jar is it sustainable yeah oh, i'm so excited it was it was kind of um, nice shooketh. because the whole so we have french um our students do french and the french teacher was in and they all did their homework <gasps> and she was like you know giving them a praise and was like yay like the whole class did their homework because for whatever reason in french it's half hard. the class yeah. can't do the homework it's their first year doing homework yes. in french as well so that's probably why but um <laughs> she looked at me and she was like oh do you have like a marble jar like do they get marbles or no. fuzzies and I looked and I was like nope they just get a round of applause and like yeah. they all just clapped for each other and like that's it like that's all you need you should be motivated enough to do your own homework not to get marbles yes and this is the first year that Sky- Skylar and I have both started our year without with it. no ladder no um like incentive program extrinsic yeah Yeah. we have solely based it off of love and logic classroom style and I have to say I can't speak for you Mm -hmm. my class has been so motivated and just I feel like the detail going into their work 
and their perseverance, their outlook on learning is different. Yeah. Mine, I definitely need to get better at love and logic phrases. Mm, One-liners. I'm I'm struggling with my one-liners because I am, and I'm very aware of it, that in the moment, I just, if someone talks back or argues or whatever it might be, I just get heated instantly and I don't, like my, the love and logic just goes past me and I like forget about it yeah so I'm that's something that I'm working on this year is being better about that and maybe just I'll reread over winter break and just kind of like refresh it's just like in the I just can't in the moment I just get so frustrated or whatever it might be or like students who do this I'm struggling to do like giving them like students who do this get this. Mm. I'm struggling to do the get this part. Yeah. Like what do they get? Like that's my thing is like <laughs> students who stand in line quietly get their full recess. And I do that often, but I right. feel like sometimes that's just in one ear out the other. But it's good that you recognize that. Yeah, I and recognize do it. What works for each class. So mm-hmm. and everyone's different. Yeah. Some may not respond to recess. So nope. That's always the thing. But I think that's all we really collect. And then, yeah. so what we do is we file it in those folders and then we physically take those folders to conferences. Mm-hmm. So it's like a nice, almost, it says nerdy, but like a storybook in yeah. essence of their child's development from the beginning of the year to the current state that we're at. And before you have your conference, please look through the files. Mm-hmm. I like to order each tab chronologically. So it's in order from August until like October-ish. Oh, yeah. And then make sure that you don't have other students work, either past students, because mm-hmm. I've done that, yeah. or a paper slips into a wrong folder. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of like throws off your game and makes you feel weird when, you're I don't know. showing like, a parent somebody else's work. Yeah, and like their <laughs> name pops up and you're like, <laughs> that's not your child. Sorry. <laughs> so just double check. Don't make my mistake learn from me but it's honestly beautiful because you get to share pieces of work with parents and they really get to see their kid grow yeah and it's exciting you know what I'm doing this year what so I decided I'm gonna collect I'm gonna just gonna keep all their poetry copy work and make like a little folder at the end of the year and give it it thrown out. oh for sure they get thrown out at home parents probably don't even see them so I want to keep them all and then I'll make just like little folders that they can Cute. take them home with that's, that's actually my, really sweet it's my plan it's a good idea yeah um what do we talk about during conferences oh what i was like you <laughs> i was like are, are we, we done we with all about? of our points already no, 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 no. no we're not no. so what should we talk about so we like to do before we do conferences we fill out for each student their glows and grows last year we did for each subject two glows and two grows which was like excessive yeah. um, and like you said it's a lot of repetition so we I think are changing it this year to like overall yeah three and three or two and two still I think it's I think she said three and three, three and three so three glows meaning like three strengths that the student has Can um, you, let's name some yeah like, like perseverance is one yeah. that I like to bring out or like leadership we or just in general virtues. yeah the virtues so we have our nine virtues mm-hmm. I'm gonna list them off let's go honesty no, not all of, okay <laughs> integrity oh gosh loyalty uh, lo- wisdom loyalty is loyalty not up there no oh <laughs> wait hang that. on honesty perseverance um wisdom 
citizenship responsibility. We should know this. They're up on our wall. We look at them every day. Oh, yikes. Friendship. Friendship. Um, did I say perseverance already? <laughs> okay, but you get the gist. They're virtues. Um, I think patience pati- isn't up there. I was be. just about to say patience. I tell my kids all the time. I'm like, patience is a virtue and it is an important one. Oh, do they ever um, backfire with like, it's not up there. Um, I don't think I've had that yet, but okay, good, I guarantee I, I will. I feel like I would have said um, that. But anyway, we like to point out if a student really does show that virtue. So, like, I have a student today and or this past week. She has been my biggest helper with the new student. I didn't Aww. even, like, I just, I didn't even mean to place our new student next Cute. to this student. But she has helped him so much. She, like, explains everything to him. It's just, like, I'm, like, you're showing all the virtues right now so like that's something that i will definitely point out in Mm -hmm. parent teacher conferences is like you should be so proud because that's awesome um any i mean like strengths in math or i was gonna say like subject related like curiosity they're inquisitive Mm -hmm. um they're yeah they're a go-getter they have a deep sense of wonder in math it could be like a strong number sense Mm -hmm. or in spelling, I mean, like, it's pretty basic. Like, they know their phonograms. <laughs> yeah. Like, those aren't as fun to speak about. Yeah. Do the other ones first. But there are yeah. some students that you might struggle with a little. Like, you know, there's those students that kind of slip into the shadows every once in a while. And those are the ones that I feel like are the hardest to do parent-teacher conferences with because you want to give the teacher not the teacher you're you're the teacher you want to give the parent as much like positivity and everything as you can but when that student is so quiet I'm like thinking of one student in my class right now that I'm trying to think of like what I would say about mm. him because he is just so quiet yeah and he's very kind like he's there just, you go kind yes but like that's one thing it's like I just want to I just want to say so much about your student mm-hmm. but then that's also on me I need to you know go out of my way to build a better relationship with him but again that's good that you see that yeah you're like okay that one do that before conferences (laughs) um but some grows or like areas of opportunity again you could like flip-flop basically the strengths Mm -hmm. like oh this child needs help persevering especially if they like give up at every task Mm -hmm. i always say that um as one maybe they need help on the recess field you can put friendship in there yeah that one's like hard to say to parents, but yeah. it has to following has to directions the first time. Following directions the first time, and it's nice because you frame it as an area of opportunity, not like it's not negative. Your child cannot yeah. persevere. It's no. like we can get there. <laughs> we can do this. Let's work together. So, yeah. So we do that, and that's presented either at the beginning or the end of the conference. Yeah. I think I used to do mine at the end. After, like, go through all the work. Yeah. Um, And then talk about their progress. Don't talk about their grades. I don't like bringing up grades at no. conferences. I don't even bother printing them out. They have them. They've seen them. Yeah, that's true. So they do. we don't need to talk about it unless they have a question, obviously. But we don't right. need to talk about it. But I like to talk about how, where they started and where they are now. The best thing to do this like in reading it's so fun for me as I look at that amplify data and I look at the beginning of the year scores and then it's like their progress monitoring scores or what have you yeah I love showing parents those because they're like wow yeah like my child has grown so much since (laughs) August and since summer break (laughs) so 
that's an area that you can talk about in reading. And then in science, I don't know how many campuses are familiar with Morrison McCall. If you're super unfamiliar, it might be worth a Google search, Mm -hmm. but it's a spelling list that's a K through eight spelling list. And we give it to the students once a month and it just shows us how they're phonetically putting words together, especially like the super hard words. Yeah. When they, when they get to the, it's Lieutenant. Yeah. Pneumonia. Pneumonia. I remember. Cordial. And the kids, they kind of have fun with it because Mm -hmm. they're like, ooh, these are hard. And it's that growth mindset. Let's challenge ourselves. So those are, yeah, those are good because especially once they get into those bigger words, obviously, Obviously, we don't expect them to know that. They're not going to spell them correctly, but when they do, it's kind of like, ooh. I know. They, like, use the correct phonograms. Like, celebration or some craziness. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Um, But, yeah, look those up. Morrison McCall. Great. um, Just, like, spelling tracker. Uh, Trying to think of other places that we track progress in. Mm. You could talk about, like, their curiosity development over time. They're asking more questions now. Oh, that's another one. Courage. That's one of our <laughs> virtues. <laughs> the rest of them will come to us as we talk. <laughs> I don't even remember which ones we said, so that wouldn't be helpful. But I like talking like that could be um, an, no, a strength. I was going to say an area of opportunity. That can be a strength, like talking about how they're taking on more courageous tasks. They're doing things out of their comfort zone. Maybe that's asking a question or working with new people what have you yeah we should talk about unless do you have any other things to add on progress um or just any tips and tricks about like what you can talk about um I mean I think it's always helpful to talk about just like the student's personality in general because that that really makes it personal and like that you actually know their child I mean the best thing to do is to really think about I mean I'm not a parent but if I were to go to a parent-teacher conference as a parent and that teacher is talking about my child's personality and like things that I don't know that just would make me so happy because that that means that means that you're going out of your way to get to know my child rather than it just them being just a number on a page to you I was gonna say you care more about the data yeah they're not just a data point to you yeah no but we make it a point to get out to we have three recesses a day and we try and get out to first recess every day. Was it was it your student that was who or it was my student? Somebody said when we were both out there yesterday, they're like, when I was in first grade, we only oh, had yeah. one of our teachers come out. Why do you guys all come out? And we're like, because we want to hang out with yeah, you. Yeah, I literally <laughs> said, because I would like to have a conversation with you. Yeah. That's why. I mean, a lot of them are eating their snack like, mm-hmm. and just hanging out with us and chatting. And it's a nice opportunity just to get to know them. Yeah. On another level. Like, I know who my gymnasts are. I know who my soccer players are. Oh, yeah. I know my basketball kids. I know my teeter-totter. Like, not only do I get to see what they're doing, but then I get to hear about their vacations and yeah. what's coming up. And I had a student <laughs> tell me. it's, like, the funniest stuff oh you my hear gosh. on the, the, the like, I had a student that was like, somebody broke into my house last night. I was like, what? <gasps> and they were like, yeah, they were in the backyard. And I was like, so was that not terrifying? They were just, like, telling me. I just love the story. I love children. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> I love children. I do, too. I was doing spelling yesterday. And I just paused. <laughs> and I looked at them. I was like, wow. Like, I'm just, I feel so fortunate to be yeah in the position that we're in and 
that we have the opportunity to like inspire so many little minds I have that thought to, like today was a really good day for me just in general just with like behaviors and stuff it was just a good day Moon and the stars aligned I know it's so <laughs> nice when it happens and then you just like I was out at recess and like I happened to go out early with a student that earned extra recess time and third graders from last year were all like running up and hugging and they, and like my student was like are those students from last year I was like yep they all want to be back yes. in second grade <laughs> so it's just like it's so it's like heartwarming to know that yeah that you still have a like a connection with oh yeah past students and that um yeah that you're just making a difference I'm just gonna say if any former parents are listening I want the invite to graduation oh my gosh I told my students I do too and I'm like I told them I said I'm sitting there at your graduation I will go to every graduation every year from this point on (laughs) invite me yeah but um oh my gosh you were talking hold on I just thought no 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 no. don't be sorry I was (laughs) you brought up a good point oh oh oh, the student that earned recess yes it brings me back to the file folders Mm. in the overview if you have a student with an IEP or a 504 or a behavior plan of any type we call it SST the student study team um and like any interventions If you have anything that you're doing with this child, put it in there. Make sure that parents have access to that information. Yes. And if you're doing a behavior chart with them, make sure that the parents see it. So, yeah. Let's talk about what not to talk about. What not to talk about. Yeah, because there's there's a there's a there's a handful of things that you shouldn't talk about. I don't want to state the obvious because if you're a human being, are you going to kill that spider? <laughs> so sorry. I was looking at this spider on the wall and I was trying to find something to kill it with. <laughs> anyway, we don't we don't want to state the obvious. Taylor's a pro. She killed the spider. Um, Pretty sure. I don't want to state the obvious. You don't want to talk negative about a child. If you no. talk negative about a child, I'm sorry. You should teach. Well, conference <laughs> is going to be over like. Parents are going to shut down if you're talking negatively. Think about, about your child. like life. Like your child is your whole world and you go and a teacher just bashes your child. Yeah. No, that's not what you want. Anyway, that's I think obvious. Yeah. But something that you definitely don't want to do is bring up something for the first time, whether yeah. that be a behavior, um, some sort of um discrepancy in their learning and their grades whatever it might be not grades but like whatever it is it should not be yeah Yeah. they're academics it should not be the first time they're hearing of it no especially like if the child is struggling in reading that should if you have started school that Mm -hmm. should have already been communicated oh yeah period the minute that you find out that in amplify that child is reading below grade level you need to notify what you've noticed and Mm -hmm. it's not a mean email it's like a Hey, I noticed. Yeah. So and so is reading X words per minute. Here's how I'm gonna help. This is what I'm gonna do. Make an action plan. I'm gonna read with them four times a week, mm-hmm. practicing nonsense words, whatever, what have you. But like Skylar said, if you're going into the conference and you have never told a parent that the child is below grade level in something, they're going to freak. Yeah. It's going to trigger something in them that's naturally. going to cause them to panic. Yeah, yeah, naturally. Naturally. So make sure that you're bringing things up. Any discrepancies that you're seeing, behavior issues that you're seeing to parents before the conference. Yeah. 
or that I mean that should be communicated prior to that day no matter what and often and uh, yeah I mean if you have a student that is unable to follow directions and whatever it might be that should be an email or a call absolutely that week that shouldn't be something that you're like I'll save it until I see them in person no because then parents aren't aware of this so they should be aware of it beforehand then you can discuss it at conferences but you should never bring it up for the first time at conferences for sure well and again it's not what you say it's how you say it right oh yeah definitely it's delivering the email as I noticed Mm mm-hmm Skylar isn't able to sit in her seat. No, that's bad. I noticed that Skylar loves to move around the classroom. (laughs) She likes to wiggle around. Yeah, here's how I'm going to support her in this area. I'm going to allow her to have X amount of breaks during the day. The biggest thing I do is I notice this in class. Are you seeing this at home? Question mark. Because I had a student who just no matter what, she's always making noise. And so mm. I am, um, no matter what I do, like I I came up with a hand signal, like she's just making these weird noises every once in a while. And I emailed parents. I said, is this something I'm just noticing this in class? Like, is this something that you see at home? Um, and then they were very much like, oh gosh, no, we've never noticed that at home. Maybe because like we have three other kids, like it's always loud. And so that's something that I always say is, I see this in school. Are you seeing this at home? And that's kind of like a, I don't know, not yeah. as mean. <laughs> well, yeah. And it's like, hey, let's let's work as a team. Yeah. You know, because you are working in tandem with the parents. Mm-hmm. And you can only hope that the parents also agree yeah. with working in congruence together. <laughs> cool. That's well, all we got. You know what we should do? I was just thinking at what? the end of every episode, something positive. Not that this episode hasn't oh, been positive, but wait, give me like something in, like in what realm? Like anything of what happened today? Yeah, just give me something positive, or like what I'm grateful for. Sure, give me what you're grateful for. Oh gosh. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, today I'm definitely grateful for my new student. That oh, was exciting. He was cute. really, really sweet, and just like this kind soul. And I just felt so bad, like. It's this new world to him. The kids were so good with him, but mm-hmm. I just felt like I could have been better about just being with him. Yeah. But, you know, when you're up and about teaching mm-hmm. and checking and doing your routine, it's kind of hard to, yeah like, make sure. But it seemed like mm-hmm. he was having a good time and he yeah. was like, oh, oh sorry. Yes. <laughs> he was catching on to, like, the routines and just, like, our norms. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just had a good day in general, but I... I guess with my new student, too, after the first day he was about to leave, I said, hey, like, how was your first day? And he was like, I loved science. And I was like, yes, you love science. I was like, did you get science or history at your old school? Guess what the answer was? No. The answer was no. He did not get science or history. So he was so happy. And then today he came up to me. And this is a shout out to our coach. Hey. Um, He came up to me and said. Thanks for listening. He said, I loved PE so, 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 so much. And I was like, thanks. I'm going to share with coach. So coach, if you're listening, our new student loved you. That's so sweet. Yeah. So that was fun. Oh, my gosh. That's See, and again, it just goes to speak as to why 
history and science are just so cool and important <laughs> and amazing and they love it y'all are gonna get sick of me saying it but i don't yep. even care because i'm gonna preach it until people start adapting it <laughs> it's gotta happen people eventually hey taylor you know what i really want more than anything with a freaking email <laughs> Oh my god, email us people. Okay, if you work with us and you're like, nah, I don't want to email them because I'm not like a random person, I don't care who you are. If you are listening right this very second, email at Teachers Talk Podcast. Oh gosh. I I should know the email. Hang on, I have it. Teachers Talk Pod at gmail.com. If you send us an email, it could literally be a smiley face. Please send us an email. I have a Please. Starbucks gift card that I'm not going to use and I'm happy to give it to someone. <gasps> Ooh, and I'm especially if you work to. with us, it'd be easy for us to give Heck it to yeah. you. Shout out, you people. You, I know you're listening. I know that there's listeners. You're there listening. are. You're listening. But so. also, maybe, like, mm, no, we're going to do an email. We're going to make it hard for people. Because we do. We have been getting DMs. Yes. So thanks to everyone that's been, like, DMing us, following us. Oh, wait, share us. our poll. We did our poll I again. did. I was just pulling it up. Yeah. So twofold, first off. Um, we redid the teacher dress code, student dress code poll. Mm-hmm. And I moved it this time. We so got that more, which was kind more, of surprising. Which, it was so fun. But... It came out to teacher dress code poll said 77% love, love, love teacher dress code. Mm-hmm. 23% said, nah, fam, <laughs> teacher dress code ain't for them. Ain't for me. <laughs> and then on student uniforms, 86% said, yes, absolutely. Love it. And 14% said, nah. So I thought it was so interesting to see like the support behind uniforms mm-hmm. and teacher dress code. Speaking of teacher dress code, I was wearing the comfiest pants yesterday. I kid you not. I thought it was a skirt the entire day. Dude, they were awesome. <laughs> Please check out. Um, no, I'm, I guess I'll tell you. <laughs> I just don't want their prices to go up. <laughs> Sponsor me. Pedal and Pup. I think they're only online, but like they're awesome. Is it cheap? Check them out. It's like Your not, cheap is not my cheap. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not Shein. Yeah. So shine, shine, shine. 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 Anyway, and then I posted another poll yesterday when I went to Pilates. I was like, do you take time for yourself? If so, when do you do? Oh, I never checked that one. 87% does it in the morning. Like, I don't even care what taking time for yourself is. Oh, like Mine's also out. eating popcorn, so. Oh. But oh, I 33% that <laughs> do it I was, after. I was the after school one. Heck yeah. I work out after school in this blistering heat. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. It's uh, pretty do. painful, but it's there. Yeah. So those are our polls and check out our Instagram. Message us. Do something. Oh, oh, I'm going to say what all the other podcasters say on the end of their stuff because they say rate, review and subscribe. (laughs) I was going to say stay sexy and don't get murdered. My My favorite murder. Shout out to MFM. Yeah. Love them. Please don't sue me. I don't know if that's their Oh my gosh. I, I hope they wouldn't do that to teachers. Nah, They're too they nice to do that. They're too nice. I love how we're like, we're teachers. Don't. <laughs> we have we're so innocent. Anyway, right. but you actually should rate us on whatever you're listening. It's probably Spotify question mark. I also um, decided we're going to put this on Apple or cool. iTunes or something. Do it. Yeah. I don't know how, but we'll figure we'll it out. We'll figure it out. And then review. Leave us a review. Please. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Maybe we'll do a prize for that too. Or you just do it out of the kindness of your heart. And then I'll Venmo you $5. Intrinsic motivation. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
next one. And then um, subscribe so you know when our episodes are happening, even though you know that they're happening on Mondays. Happy now. Monday. Yay. It's That's Thursday, it. but happy Monday. And it is Thursday. We're recording after work. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we love you all. Thanks. Continue to listen. We're going to come to you soon with some friends to interview. People at work are starting to talk. They want to yeah. join in on this. Let's have so, Coach on. Oh, yeah. Coach wants to talk about Coach, it's happening. Stuff. All right. Well, we love cool. you all. Thanks for listening. Thanks. And-